When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good afternoon, Ram Nation. Welcome into DNVR Rams Live presented by Natures of Colorado, the Northeastern Colorado dispensary providing top quality cannabis and a wide variety of products. Remember to use that code DNVR online or mention DNVR in stores or in drive through we're talking a big Rams dub. CSU pulls it out over Boise State, 75-62 at Moby Arena. The Rams now rocking a three-game win streak, suddenly right Ooh. back in the mix in a wide-open Mountain West. We've got five teams all within a single game of each other. We're going to talk about all of it. We're going to get into the takeaways from the game. We're going to talk about some big-picture stuff, just this league and how tight things are. Obviously, we, uh, we're going to get into the updated Mountain West power rankings but, you know, first things first, man, how you doing? It's It's been a good week. It's been a wonderful week. It was the week we'd been waiting for for a while. Three in a row. We needed that. Um, and then Saturday was such an elite day of college hoops. It's perfect. It was fantastic. Start to finish, starting with Utah State losing to San Diego State. Then Tuesday was magnificent with the big Boise win and Nevada pulling off the road upset. Wow. Um, So, no, man, I'm so hyped. I think this was a good reminder that it's a marathon and not a sprint. Obviously, it was really easy to get down after CSU lost four out of six. The game in Wyoming is its own ordeal. Um, But the resilience and the response that this team has had has really stood out to me like you know, you've won three in a row out of a possible 120 minutes in those games. They've led for 112 minutes and 46 yeah, seconds. Crazy. They've trailed for all of 212 and they haven't gone down by more than two over the last three games. And that's against, you know, two of the best teams in the league, two of the probably the top two defenses in the league in San Diego State and Boise yep. State. And to be able to come out and respond like this after having a loss that frankly could have derailed your whole season. I mean, it, it wasn't ordinary. And these are teenagers. Instead, the opposite has happened. We were complaining in that middle section of the season. It felt like the Rams, as they'd become ranked, they were starting to play as more of the hunted than the the hunters. Mm-hmm. And now it feels like that Wyoming loss has changed it to where now they've got that grit. Now they're coming to kind of show teams what they're about instead of the team coming to play them being like, oh, target on their back. This is a big scalp for us. Let's go get the Rams. It's kind of switched. Defense has been more consistent. Offensively, I think you're finding a much better rhythm than we were seeing for a little while there. Um, more minutes from Bembo was nice. I think Lake and Strong keep playing well. Palmer did a little more. And that final quarter of that Boise game, Final 10 minutes, the offense had a stretch where every single time down the court they were getting a bucket or getting to the foul line. And it was just amazing to watch. The way Isaiah Stevens was like just pulling the strings was a thing of beauty there. Yeah, you hit on a lot of stuff there that I want to dive into more in depth. Um, Stevens, I think that's a great point. He assisted or scored on 11 of the final 15 field goals, his yeah. fifth double-double of the season continues to just facilitate in a way that you don't really see at this level, but his shot making is absurd. And I think that was the big key in this game. You get off to the the hot start. That was another thing we had kind of been driving home. The Rams, yes. they hadn't gotten blown out all season, but they kept putting themselves in spots where they were constantly, you know, having to battle back from down eight, down nine. Big time. And it, it's a hard way to make a living in this league, especially on the road, especially against some of these top six yeah. teams. And 
in these wins against San Diego State, Fresno State, and now Boise State, you come out, you start hot. There's always going to be a lull. Like you're not just going to fire for 40 straight minutes and just kill it. But they've they've been able to establish and, and build these leads. They're able to sustain, you know, the lulls mm-hmm. and, and kind of maintain their lead while while it happens. The the non Isaiah minutes haven't been as killer of late. In fact, they they won the non Isaiah yep. minutes. They yep. increased the lead in this game, which that's going to be a huge factor. Again, you're seeing more. You mentioned Bemba, Kyan Evans, the true freshman, mm-hmm. Joel Scott. We're going to get into all these guys. It just kind of feels like everybody's clicking again. And that was the thing. It wasn't like during their stretch, this team was completely broken, that they needed to throw it all out the window. You needed to rewrite the books. They just needed to get back to the basics. They needed to execute the offense. They needed to play inside out. They needed to drive more. And they're doing all of that. The three-point shooting, it's still kind of inconsistent. They're really dependent on Isaiah and Neek being stars there. Yeah. I got a couple of other big ones over the, the last couple of games. But, I mean, you only shoot 27% from deep. The key factor is you hold Boise State to 25%. As we all remember, the Rams played hard in Boise. They hit a lot of tough threes in that game. Andrew Meadow, true yes. freshman, went off. Yes. Naturally, you know, it kind of flips the other way on the road. True freshman role player. He had a rough game, missed a bunch of free throws. It, it kind of evened out in, in that way. I just felt like CSU out-executed Boise State thoroughly oh on both sides of yeah. the, the ball. And it comes down to the way they played defense. And then offensively, as you mentioned, just everything felt like it was with purpose. They were, you know, playing inside out. They're driving. Guys are making the backdoor cuts. They're passing up good shots for great shots. And you see it in the final numbers. I mean, they go 70% from two-point range, 17 of, of 19 at the free throw line, 40 points in the paint. That's yeah. winning basketball. Yeah. Well, and I mean, how many of those points in the paint, especially towards the end, are coming from easy Isaiah Stevens assist, you know? Totally. And that's the thing. He's so dangerous as a scorer. Dude. And when he can get to wherever he wants, they have to crash in on him. And all of a sudden, nope, I'm just going to dish it off. Yeah. Nice little, you know, off the glass for Joel Scott or, you know, reverse right. layup right. for Neat coming yep. from the corner. It just, yep. it makes everything so much easier for this group when they are able to play inside out, when they're able to get inside the paint. And then you see it kind of open some things up for shooters on the outside as well, which again, you know, you'd like to be better than, than 27% as a team. Yeah. But what I've liked about the Rams in these last couple of games, they're not putting up 30, 35, three point attempts a game again. You know, if it's an open look, they're going for it, but you can tell there is a concerted effort to work the ball inside. And you have to do that in this league. You just have to. Yeah. And it's not just feeding the bigs. It's as you, like you're saying, it's getting those back cuts and everything else. It's getting those easy looks. There's just been a different offensive rhythm it's felt as of late. I don't think it's a coincidence that they got in the 70s um, in both games. We've talked about that. Like the Rams. 16 and 1 when best. they score 75. And their one loss is a very fluky collapse. I mean, they should be 17 and 0. In OT, right? Like, but I bet you before hitting OT, what was the score in the Wyoming game? I don't remember. I, I actually just mid sixties. I could think. look that up, yeah. but right. Like yeah. if that game doesn't go to OT, which again, like it's a travesty and a tragedy that it even did. That one doesn't fall under that. No. And the thing is, is yeah, it was frustrating, but I mean, we've seen Nevada, you know, losing Laramie. Laramie is a frisky spot to go to right now. It's just, it's tough to win on the road and it, it stings, especially right now mm. when you're one game out and, you know, it's it's hard not to think, ah, man, just right there. What with if, no what if? But the important thing is, and I, I think it's easy for all of us, myself included, to, to get a little uh, ahead of ourselves. The conference race isn't decided in January. It's not decided in February. It's decided in March. And Medved, as he tends to do, he's a great sport. He was given, you know, the local media some crap at the at the podium. You know, hey, is a. Uh, is this a must-win game? You know, is this a, is this a must-win game too? He's like, you know, we're having a lot of fun. If we don't, if we don't win this one, I'd hate to have to shut it down. And his point is just that, you know, like I know that you guys want to be able to talk about this and be like, oh yeah, you know, Utah State. But now look what they've done. They've gone out on the road and, and lost by double digits in back-to-back games, and all of a sudden, one week of rough basketball changes the entire landscape of the league. So you can't get too high. Like obviously, it's it's not time to take a victory lap. You've got to must must win game coming up against San Jose State Friday. If you want to win the league, it's a must win from that perspective. But home games do feel like a must wins. Well, that's the thing. It's like I think it's it's 
take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. It's just the notion that like if you lose this game, it ends your season is a bit dramatic as I have tended to to illustrate. But the the other thing is we want to see this team live up to its potential. And in order to live up to their potential, they do have to take care of business in these games. So phrase it however you want. But this is a game you do have to win on Friday night. And then after that, you have a, a three-game stretch that very likely yeah. will determine if you know, you're in the mix for the regular season title or not with two, two road games at New Mexico and San Diego State and a big home game against Utah State. If you can find a way to win on Friday and then... If you could go two and one over those three, you have a phenomenal chance to win the league. If you could somehow go three and oh, you know, you're probably in the driver's seat. If you go oh and three at that point, it's probably too much ground to make up. So yep. a lot of this is going to get sorted out. The The big thing is you just got to finish in the top five. All the top five teams in this league are going to get at large bids. You just don't want to be in a spot where you have to play an extra game in Vegas in that tournament. And there's going to be a very good six team that has to play on that first day. Well, and you mentioning that top five, A, that Boise win is a massive, massive. And then as big as that stretch against the three ranked teams, two of those being on the road is huge. To finish top five in the league, taking care of business against Nevada, who you owe a bit of a waxing for what they did to you in their house when they come to Moby at the end of the month. That might be the biggest one in keeping you in that top five, consolidating your spot in the top five in the conference. So, and that's um, the thing too. Like, even if you do have some stretch here where you get hot, like you could very well go and win a game in the pit. Matter. And then if Nevada right. comes into Moby and right. gets hot, you know, or or Wyoming, you never can overlook, you know, a rival. Yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting that March second game. By the way, Wyoming already a sellout for the general admission. I would like to see on March 9th, the final regular season game in Colorado Springs. I want to see the Rams take over Clint Arena for Isaiah Stevens' final regular season game. Just feels fitting. They're not going to have a ton of support. Tickets shouldn't be too bad. And if you're coming from Denver, it's the same difference anyways, going to the Springs or, or going to, to FOCO. So go fill that out. Um, I'll look up the tickets on game time. Yeah, we'll we look it up on game time. Um, on Boise, though, I mean, this is what you wanted, you know, like Boise, I think offensively, I've all I've been a bit of a meh. I'm unconvinced, you know, like uh, they're a tough read, man. I still like defensively and Tyson Dagenhart is obviously a dog. He had 25 points in this one. The Rams struggled to, to defend him. A lot of the fouls that they picked up were trying to guard him personally felt like some of them were kind of ticky tacky. I don't know if that's the best officiating setting the league up for success because they just aren't going to call those types of fouls in the tournament. But if he gets 25 and nobody else does a damn thing, you're yeah. in good shape. And that was the big key. You know, you didn't let Ogbo kill you. You didn't let Max Rice get going from deep. He's yeah. coming off of a, a national player of the week. He dropped 35 in the pit. He's a dude that can, that sure. can get unconscious when he gets going. And, and he was two of four from three. So like he had it going from deep, it's just that from the field, three and nine, they were able to lock him down. Degenhart, you complained about the fouls, but he only gets four free throw attempts, you know? So you're doing a good job there on keeping him. It's a good point. From getting those freebies. And yeah, you made their offense look fairly pedestrian. I think it was just last show I was asking you, what do you think? He's, Boise kind of feels like a smidge of a pretender, you know? But the results had been really good. And to CSU's credit, they made them look pretty pedestrian on offense. You know, that's, I think we kind of beat the them at their own game, up. to be honest. I agree. We dictated the tone physically. CSU was able to kind of control the tempo throughout. Controlling the tempo has been massive, man. Well, yeah, because we're really so good in transition. That if you can get those opportunities, if you can get the 15 to 20 points in transition, you know you're going to be able to create stuff in your half court because mm -hmm. you have the best point guard in college basketball. Mm -hmm. You're going to be able to create. It's the the rebound that turns into a, a layup the other way or a corner three or you know isaiah just getting to the rim the rams have been able to get to the line a lot in transition yeah. opportunities yeah. off of steals i i just felt like against a team that wants to bully you and kind of did bully you a little bit in boise wants to muck it up yep. the rams were like we're, we're gonna push you around yeah. we got some guys yeah. too and I want to highlight specifically Rashawn Bemba because I think this was his best game since probably the Creighton win when he had 13 points, a career high. Mm -hmm. Statistically speaking, it was eight points, four rebounds in only 13 minutes. He was plus 13 in 13 minutes on the floor. Yeah. 
pretty incredible. Pretty I mean, that says it all. But no, the rhythm shows up so much, man. It shows up and it it does something to their half court offense. They're just getting downhill more often. You know, it's not these. When the offense looks too Princeton-y, it's too many lad roll passes around the they around can, the three yeah, point it can get line. A little it gets bit a bit cute at times, yeah. and they're yes, and that's what we were going to. And they were struggling though. That's where it's like, all right, mm-hmm. can somebody just cut? Mm-hmm. Can somebody you know set a high screen? Let's yep. let's set some. And that's some what Boise wants, right? They yeah. want to see these long possessions where the the passes are just going back and forth. Nothing's really happening downhill. They didn't give that to them. They just didn't. And their offense was the offense that looked like that, where it's like, They settled okay, a lot. Like, hope you make that prayer of a long jumper. Like, see and if it, that works out for you. If they hit some of those, you tip your cap. That's the thing about the loss to Nevada is I didn't even feel like CSU played bad defense. Gerard Lucas and, and Keenan Blackshear, they went out of their minds. They had an insane game. Those guys were huge in the win for Nevada over Utah State. Sometimes it's just going to be like that. I mm-hmm. mean, Neek and Zay have had moments that way. I, I felt yep. like against San yep. Diego State, I didn't think the Aztecs played bad defense. I just thought CSU offensively was able to, to make some really impressive buckets. So yep. they're, they're doing a good job of just finding their rhythm on both sides of the ball, of not you know letting things compound when they do have tough stretches. I mean, there's always going to be a, a couple of possessions there. Where it's like, oh, man, you, you rushed a, an open shot. You missed that. And then you gave up an easy one the other way. And then you mm-hmm. followed that up with the turnover. And all of a sudden, it's you know a little six-point swing. And instead of letting that turn into a 12-point swing, like it kind of did in some of those losses, they just they figured out, it's, all right, let's slow it down. Let's get a bucket. Let's get to the rim. And in the second half, when Boise was battling hard, they, they never went away. The Rams just, they were meticulous, man. And I think that's exhausting yeah. when the half court is as is executing the way that they are in the half court sets. And they're also able to get whatever they want in transition. And they're also in your face defensively. And the perimeter defense is great. It just, it's overwhelming, especially on the road. The crowd was great. They were giving it to the Boise fans, which is awesome. The atmosphere has been epic all year long. Yeah. But I mean, we, we got it in the comment here from Jacob. The defense has been looking great recently. I'm, I'm with you. The, the defense is going to be what determines this team's ceiling. It, you know, if you can hold teams under 65 consistently, as we've said, you know, you're 16 and one when you get to 75. If the Rams do what they're supposed to most nights offensively, you lock in on defense, you're going to win a lot of games. And that's been the big key for this group. Um, Shout out to everybody in the comment section. I appreciate you. Mile High Minute says, thank you, DNVR, for providing CSU Rams talk on YouTube consistently. It's much needed. That's what we're here for, man. Nobody else is doing it, so that's what we are going to do. Damn straight. I do want to shout out the homies at Fubo TV. By the way, as a CSU fan, no better way to watch all the Rams action, all the Mountain West action. You get CBS Sports Network, FS1, FS2. I mean, as somebody who's been a mountain west guy now his entire life and has you know gone through the process of i have to upgrade my cable package so that i can get cbs sports network yep, and yep, it's gonna end yep. up being another 30 dollars a month for this one channel it's so annoying with fubo you don't have to worry about any of that 140 plus beauty, live man. channels sports uh you can watch movies on there i've been re-watching the waco series from a couple Dang. years back. Dang. It's really good. It's really I've intense. I've been pronouncing that wacko this whole time. Can you believe it? <laughs> it <laughs> no, was wacko. Fubo's incredible, man. Fubo really is. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you're a Mountain West fan, what are you doing without Fubo? FS1, FS2, CBS Network. You're like living you're life inconveniently. All the hits. No. And then it's so easy to upgrade to an NFL Network, to a Red Zone, to an NBA League Pass. And, you know, it's month by month. You want to cut those packages when you're done with them and the season's over? It's that easy. You want to cut cable, That's take the great a couple thing. months You don't get break. locked in for six Do months that. for yeah. maybe a channel I only want to add for a month. Dude, so it's, it's a great deal. Support them because they support us. They're what makes this possible. You know, we just got the shout out for doing that. Well, Fubo's part of that. And you get to watch the Rams and follow along with us week in, week out as the season heats up and gets awesome. So. Watch all your favorite college hoops action. Watch the Super Bowl this Sunday with Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com slash DNVR. That's www.fubotv.com slash DNVR to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Of course, I got to talk to you about the presenting sponsors, Natures of Colorado. 
They are the premier dispensary in northeastern Colorado. They provide an amazing grade of cannabis, a vast variety of products. Check them out for all your needs. They've got infused edibles, high-potency concentrates, some of the best flour in the state. There are four convenient locations, Log Lane Village, Garden City, Sedgwick, and Millican. Uh, they are the go-to northeastern Colorado dispensary, and they are the dispensary for you if you are on the go because all of their locations have drive throughs Visit any of their locations and mention our code DNVR to take advantage of these Natures of Colorado deals. You can get a $99 ounce every day. That's a great deal already. But when you use the code DNVR, you get any shelf ounce, 85 bucks, including top shelf. They are hooking it up in a way that nobody else does. Exquisite extracts, two gram bucket for 15. Remember to use that code DNVR online or mention DNVR in stores. Love it. Let's go. The bench as a whole was really good in this win. 23 combined points. Uh, You get nine, eight, and eight out of three guys. Cayenne didn't have any points, but I thought uh, defensively he hung in really well. Again, he doesn't need to be a star. For him, it's really just about can you play five to eight minutes a night and and while Isaiah gets a rest and can you just make some winning plays? You know, can you make the right pass? Can you make the right read defensively? Yeah. He did that. But on top of that, you get huge minutes out of Rashawn Bemba, both Patrick Cartier and Joel Scott dealing with three fouls apiece. Just bad luck on Cartier. He got two early fouls. They put him in at the end of the first half for an offensive possession. And honestly... But these are the matchups where Mbemba makes a difference, What's well, that physicality? And yes. He yes. knows that he's not going to play 30 minutes. I've got five fouls, so fuck it. I can use a couple of oh, these. Oh, that's the thing. I mean, M- part of Mbemba's appeal is in 20 minutes, if it's a good game and you can justify having him on the floor 20 minutes, you're expecting at least three fouls. And that's fine. That's that's what's built because in, Because you feel yes. the way that... The, He's the guy you want burning fouls, not the other exactly. two bigs, you know? So, like, and that's what like, he's here for. It, you know, it, it. you throw that forearm in the back a couple of times, all of a sudden guys aren't coming down there. You just, you make him hesitant, and he doesn't back down. He's so poised. You, when he goes to the free throw line, legitimately, he's got to be one of the better freshman free throw shooters I've ever seen. I mean, he's 4-4 four four in this game. Uh, just so poised with everything he does. And when you get that out of him and you get big minutes uh, from Joe Palmer off the bench, you know, he's able to get a couple of big boards. He had two and one opportunities. Mm-hmm. He had a steal at the, the beginning of the second half that led to an and one opportunity. I really feel like that was kind of the turning point. Gosh, where the Rams about pulled away. And Bemba's free throws are. He's great. Crazy. 75%. But if you look at the game log, there's so many games where he's perfect. You yeah, know? he had like one bad game that skewed his numbers too, because he doesn't have a ton no, of free throw attempts. No, he doesn't get to the, the line a lot. He should try a little more. Honestly, that's what I'm saying. He's so good. Like I, I like yeah. that they're getting them those touches. They, they don't need those guys to be all stars. They don't need uh-uh. thirty point explosions off the bench most nights. But getting eight points in the first half from Jalen Lake before Isaiah really gets it going in the second half. You know, getting seven points from Joe Palmer, but they're loud seven points. He hits a big three, you know, mm-hmm. gets a couple and one opportunities. Bemba doing his thing, banging in the paint. Like it, it just, it changes the, the tone of the game. And, and when you don't have to rely on the starters to score 71 of 79 points, it, it just, it makes all of this so much more sustainable. I, I know that Isaiah is capable of going off. I know that Neat Clifford most nights is going to be great. Joel Scott has really come to life over these last five, six games on both ends. Like he's just both ends. He's back to being more of that bully. I love so much in the non-conference. And now he's making some of those shots from the outside, which is a beauty. <laughs> I get hyped, bro. So do I. When Scott makes a, a nice three. I, it, Cause again, it opens things up, changes everything. I don't think it's a mistake that the spacing, the ability to get downhill has opened up the last few games because it feels like teams can't clog the lane they were well they got to respect in January, it. you know. And that's the thing like you always had to respect it with Cartier and he's so big at the top of the key. Yeah. If Joel Scott can go to that yep. corner, you yep. can't leave him, he might pop it on you. And and that's where it's been big hit uh, 4 of 6 from deep all in the second halves too in those San Diego State and Fresno State wins. Yeah. He did shoot one early in a possession against Boise where I was like all right, settle down. I, I like that you're hitting them, but like, come on now, like, totally, man. 
But in the second half, I just feel like he has really played well within the flow of the game. He's yeah. attacking, putting the ball on the floor. He's getting to the free throw line. He's hitting those free throws more consistently than he was. Instead of being, you know, 48, 50%, it's been more like 65, 70%, which is a number you can live with. For sure. And I know we were talking about the bench, but, you know, I think Josiah Strong has really picked his game up. He's been great. And I think it's no coincidence that as Strong's played better, the defense has come alive. You I know, agree. Like it's more size on the perimeter. It's big. Well, I mean, him and Neek are your best on ball defenders. Yeah. Yeah. They completely, it's just, it, you can feel it when those guys are both out there together, especially yeah. there's just a lot less open shots. You're not going to give up the driving lanes the same way. Yeah. Again, he's a guy, him and Lake. And again, I, I, I don't do a good enough job of, spotlighting those guys because they're kind of the unsung heroes you oh, know they are for sure man. they're they're yeah. so important with what they provide uh, defensively along the perimeter those are the guys they're diving for loose balls they're trying to tee mm-hmm. people up but they're they're starting to just kind of hit some of those shots they weren't hitting and, and yeah. Lake kind of had a rough second half he missed some open shots um yep offensively but again yeah, and rough game against fresno too but like jalen brings so much more to the table than just scoring you and know? you need him to not be hesitant. Like, keep if that lane exact, is there, keep driving. Exactly. Put it up. If that three like is there, shoot that's it. That's more important for spacing than the misses are. 100%. Yeah. And that's kind of what Medved was driving home when yeah. they were struggling. Is like, yeah. you know, yes, I want us to be a little more selective. And I think the Rams have bought into that. I think instead of taking good shots, they've been trying to get great shots. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing the benefit of that. But... I, you don't want to rip the guys either and have them scared to put it up because that that's what makes this team so dangerous in the four out or the five out is that all five of those guys are, are capable of putting it up. All five of those guys are capable of putting it on the floor and then, you know, going to the hoop. If you have guys out there where, you know, when they get the ball, it's just going to stop or he's going to, you know, oh, right, I got to turn. Right. Somebody is, who do I give the ball to? You know, that that's really detrimental, especially when you don't have like a, you know, a true seven footer who you can just like throw out there and he alone, you know, they got to put two defenders on him so you can afford to have a guy who's not doing something offensively. Totally. I mean, the other thing here is, um, you know, it's, it's kind of off topic, but they've, uh, there's just a different energy, man. And I mean, Cartier's fitting in nicely. I think he's picked his game up a little bit and been more consistent. And then Kyle Evans, how are you feeling about Kyle here? Well, Kyle hasn't played much of late. Um, the big they got Kyle Evans and Kyan Evans. Kyan Evans is the freshman right, point right. guard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Kyan is, you know, again, he's not going to play a ton, but I, I think he just goes out and understands what do I need to do to impact winning basketball? Cayenne Evans playing winning basketball is not Cayenne going out there and jacking up three shots. If there's an opportunity for him to get an open look, sure. If there's a driving lane, yeah, take it, get to the, you know, get to the rim. He's been confident uh, with driving. There are times where I feel like he's driving and and not even looking to score. He's only looking to facilitate. And maybe I want him to be a, a little more selfish in those instances just so the defense respects you a little bit and yeah you know i think there are times where he drives and the defense is just kind of like all right well he's gonna kick it back out but i don't know you know i don't want to nitpick too much either because i i think he understands what he needs to Mm -hmm. be which is not the superstar it's i just i need to come out and fill a role for five six minutes while our superstar is you know able to get a little break here for sure no for sure i mean uh I've really liked what they've shown this last week. I thought the Fresno game was pretty impressive too. I think this is the, th- I mean, you can make a lot of arguments. Obviously they had plenty of impressive stretches in non-conference. You could point to, you know, Boston college, Creighton, that whole stretch and concession. You have pretty strong cases, their best three game stretch. But I think it's been this three game stretch because it's coming off of just a, a horrific loss. Yeah. It's against two of the top teams in the league, and it's against teams that know you. That's the difference between conference play and non-conference play. Creighton's a great program. They don't have the same familiarity with CSU that San Diego State and Boise State do. You know, They understand 100%. what the Rams are trying to accomplish out there. And for CSU to be able to come out and execute the way that they did under those circumstances with the lights as bright as they are, so much at stake. You know, People are writing you off this, oh, you know, Classic CSU, they came out hot, blew their waterly, and now, you know, the 
the season's over there you know, nit here we come and all of a sudden you know this team has just reminded everyone uh. we're a damn good basketball team and obviously the league is really deep uh we're about to get into our mountain west power rankings kind of give an update i do before i forget i do want to mention if you are not going to be in fort collins for the game come down to dnvr yes. friday night we're doing yep. a watch party with the alumni association so much love to them for partnering with us hell yeah i uh, will actually be doing another one i believe for the unlv home game down the line or uh, road game down the line um more alumni association with- doing a giveaway we're doing giveaways yeah. it's gonna be awesome and i mean show your support for this team man just like uh we're getting our props for doing rams content Come to the bar. Show the people what uh you know what Rams fit what the Ramleys like here in Denver, man. Let's uh loud and proud out here. Come on. I'm about it, baby. Um last thing I wanted to touch on before we get into the Mountain West power rankings, just because I, I feel like I have to. Trilly Donovan, uh Twitter account. It's an anonymous account, some college basketball insider. Posts a lot of scoops from there. Um has Nico Medved, and this isn't the first time I've seen this, as one of the four names he's hearing consistently in the mix uh, for West Virginia. We'll have to see. Um, obviously, that's kind of a tough job, especially in the Big 12, getting even deeper moving forward by adding yes, some sir. of those Pac-12 teams. Yes, sir. I do think it's an athletic department that invests heavily in in athletics and certainly, I'm sure, would offer him a a big deal. So I do think it's, uh, it's a very serious threat, you know, to, to take Medveds. We'll have to see what happens there. They've I, had their moments over the years. Yeah, West Virginia. They, they've certainly been competitive. Um, Nico's wife, Erica is from Morgantown. They were oh, married boy. there. Oh, so boy. there's a lot of connections that make sense. I, I think West Virginia or Minnesota are probably the two big schools that if you look at the connections, the, they would be the, the most obvious, we shall see. I mean, that's that's the the price of success is it, it puts you in this spot. Obviously, that's right. FAU, Dusty May, he's in that mix as well. That's what happens. I mean, if you get a coach poached, it means you're doing something right. It certainly would be disappointing. I, I'd love Medved to be the, the coach in CSU for 30 years if it were possible. But we'll just have to see. Um, we'll talk about that more as it comes down the line. Um, if those reports start, you know, start coming out more and more sometimes if there's smoke there tends to be fire sometimes though it's just agents floating their name trying to get their guy a raise and you know nico's his agents got a job to do too and the best way to to get him a raise you know is but well you know we got leverage you know if, if you're not gonna double his salary west virginia just might triple it so yeah. we'll it see also what happens doesn't take being a college hoops insider to know that nico's one of the hotter names out there for P5 programs looking to make a splash well, because of the success be, the he's Rams a great coach. have had. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly that's just right. how it works. Now, that's exactly I right. think there's an argument that, especially from a basketball perspective and with the Mountain West being what it is right now, you can be a very nationally competitive program. You can be relevant. You can go to the NCAA tournament every year at CSU. You can have a brand that means something like a San Diego State, like Nevada when they were rolling under Musselman or New Mexico back in the day, UNLV under Tarkanian, although that was, you know, pre-Mountain West days, obviously. Mm-hmm. We just got to see. We'll see how it plays out. I mean, just because I know this would be the the next question, if he were to move on, I my top choice would be promoting Ali Farokmanesh. I think he's earned it. The comments right he's there, a yeah. great, great recruiter. He it To me, it's a no-brainer. Like, College hoops legend college hoops legend and he's i mean he's just he's been so big for the development of the guards over the years the shooting he's one of the most important elements in their recruiting you he's can see it. how active he is on the sideline exactly he, he's very much earned it i mean obviously tim miles is the name people would throw out there ross hodge number uh, another former csu assistant having some success at north texas tim miles that route of the like retread isn't something they've seen Super inclined to do over the years, Justin. I think Tim's a great coach. I think he'd be a good hire. I would not have issue with it at all. To me, I would rather promote the lead assistant that has been a part of this yeah. from day yep. one, yep. that has the juice, you know, that's than the guy who helped build this 15 years ago. Two iterations and that's not to ago, say that, yeah. you know, again, that he couldn't do it or he couldn't be a great coach. I mean, obviously, what he did at San Jose State last year is super impressive, but. Uh, I'm with my guy, Swole Cracker, a.k.a. Steve Ivey, in the comment section. <laughs> Ali is waiting in the wings. That's our guy. 
Uh, we ride for Ali Farouk Manesh, and we ride for Nico Medved, man. That's our guy. He's, it's been great to me ever since the, the very first day he stepped on Absolutely. campus. Friend of the program. Friend of the program, as is uh, Jay Norvell. So much love to CSU Athletics as a whole. They've been, they've been great time. working with us. You know what's also great, though? Game time. Game time, baby. Best way to buy tickets last minute or in advance. You want to hot. I mean, we'll see what the, the tickets are like for that Air Force game on March 9th. With most ticketing sites, it's so annoying because you see one price, you add it to the cart, you think, boom, I got this great deal. You know, I'm going to the Nuggets game, two ticks for 20 bucks. And then they hit you with the processing fee and a convenience fee. And a, you wanted to watch basketball on a Tuesday fee. And all of a sudden, those $20 tickets are like yeah. $52.99. Don't be doing that to Jay, Mike. He I'm not about it. Hidden hate fees. it. Hate hidden prices. I only buy tickets with game time now because the price you see, it's the price that you get. Let's They've got go. the game time guarantee. So if you find tickets in the same section, same row for a lower price, they'll credit you 110% of the Ooh. difference. That is how serious they are about it. And it really is the best way to get tickets for anything. Nuggets, games up in Fort Collins. Uh, did, were you able to find the Air Force tickets? Yes. As low as 24, we've got some flash deals. Um, in the 27s, there are some really reasonably priced tickets uh, to go see the Rams close out the regular season in the spring potentially for a regular season on west title who knows but either way it's isaiah stevens last regular season game and i mean crazy prices on this next game hosting san jose state and tim miles go show your love guys game time is the way to do it 16 bucks oh man that's a hell of a deal hop on that i'll be pushing that on twitter take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time download the app create an account use that code dnvr for 20 dollars off your first purchase if you've never used it before you can use it right now and basically get your tickets for free terms do apply again create an account use that code dnvr for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest prices guaranteed finally foco is a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise they've got it all apparel bobbleheads uh, friendship bracelets They've got a little bit of something for everybody. If you Christmas need Christmas ornaments, they've got some. Actually, I've got a couple of Christmas <laughs> ornaments from Foco. Got a little uh, Broncos dog. I got a Nuggets one. Yeah, I got Larry some NBA OB final replica stuff. here. Lob replica. It's sick. Foco always has our back for Colorado sports. They will have yours too. Get the best gear around. Use the link in our description or for all non-presale items. Use that promo code DNVR for ten percent off. Nicely done, Jay Mike. I did want to ask you and. I'm sorry. Earlier, I had this thought in my head, then I lost it, and I uh, I, scr- I scrambled a little. That wasn't great when I asked you about Evans. Um, what's the atmosphere been like at Moby the last few games as they close out games? Because from home, it feels like there's some tightness. Like There's some post-Wyoming tightness and executing against the press, getting to the line, a little bit, yeah. not screwing things up which honestly I think has forced the team to be a little more dialed in and really execute this. Like they're breaking down that press the right way these last couple games. And it's nice to see, but um, I did just want to ask you about that. Yeah. I I think there is an element of that, especially, you know, like against San Diego state, it's lingering more when you're up like 11 (laughs) specifically with a minute, you know, you're like, Oh man, like here we go again. Yeah. Boise, it lasted maybe two possessions and then it felt like okay they took care of business we're well, good it's it's low hanging fruit i mean they were up 11 against fresno with like 90 seconds left in the announcers inevitably like oh mm. and it'll get brought up every game for oh. the rest of the season it'll there was even a point in the sweet 16 if yeah. they're up 11 and yes. trying to close out again it will be brought up anytime you're in the final minute or so and they're they're nurturing a, a double digit lead i think that's been part of it i also think part of it is I think the expectation is this team is really good. Like one of the things that the, the radio play by play team mentioned was that the students didn't storm the floor. They stormed Mm. the floor against us. When, when Boise upset us, obviously we were top 25 team at that point. Right. Right. It felt very business. Like, to be honest with you, it kind of felt like San Diego state was more of the, Oh man, like this is the big game. And against Boise, it was almost like the fans were like, yeah, this is what we should do. Yeah. Right. It's kind of a late arriving crowd. Not as much of the general public as I expected. Um, I get it's a long drive. Those 7 PM tips are, are really tough coming from Denver. I get it. Trust me. I've, I've had some nightmarish trips in traffic, but I'm telling you guys, 
it's worth it because there's just there's nothing like this, and you're not going to have another player like Isaiah Stevens anytime soon. So you got four more opportunities at home. You got a nice trip to the Colorado Springs. If you're going to be in Vegas, you know that's going to be fun. By the way, stay at Circa. Use that code DNBR. You can get twenty percent off your stay. That's right. I, I I think it'll be epic for Wyoming. It'll obviously be rocking naturally. And, you know, Nevada, Utah State, especially if, you know, you win these next couple, like there's going to be a lot at stake. Um, they were they were letting a, a couple of Boise players have it, man. They Cam, um, what's his last name? Martin. Cam Martin, by the way, would have been CSU's big had Isaiah Stevens decided to come back a little bit sooner. The Rams almost signed him two years ago. He ended up going from D2 to Oklahoma or Kansas, never really played there, Mm -hmm. was going to come to CSU, decided he couldn't wait around, wasn't patient enough, decided to go to Boise State. CSU pivots, signs Joel Scott instead. Worked out pretty good for the Rams. I think it's worked out. Cam Martin, not not killing it necessarily. The fans, I don't don't know what happened if he, I I missed something early, (laughs) but they were just 31 sucks all night all night just letting them have it it's awesome i love the heckling people get upset about that kind of stuff but that's that's what it's all about <laughs> anyways the the moby madness is legit the, it's in full effect it's rocking right now head up there let's wrap up um let's let's get power these power rankings, rankings which i'm gonna be honest i think this was the hardest one of the year to yeah. put together everybody has beaten somebody at this point everybody has lost to somebody at this point if you really want to emphasize one matchup or another to make your point, you probably can. That's the thing. These top six, you're all within one game, not a lot of separation. We'll start at the bottom. I'm I'm gonna What's crazy is Wyoming's within two. Like Wyoming's kind of good. Eighty percent of the league is like Wyoming like is not a team right you there. would want to face on the first or second day of the Mountain West tournament. That's a scary draw if you are one of those teams. Stupid wild man. UNLV is the same way. Like, you know, any of these teams, it's going to be tough. We're coming in at number 11, though, with Air Force. We'll just do the, the bottom three real quick. I've got Air Force at 11, San Jose State at 10, Fresno State at 9. I went back and forth between San Jose State and Air Force. You're kind of splitting hairs. Very similar. They've each got two or three guys that are capable. The rest of the roster is abysmal. Yeah. They're both frisky. They both had moments for 10 to 15 minutes a game. I think they can give anybody a scare, but the depth just isn't there. I think you've got it right. Fresno, I think they've got better athletes, so I put them over there, even though I I don't like their system at all. I think Justin Hudson is just kind of a lame duck at this point. But Yeah, honestly, they feel like they're underachieving just a tad. They are. They don't have any like, juice. They should be better than like Wyoming or they should. They absolutely should, especially with what Wyoming lost after last year. But yeah, you know, it is what it is. But ah. I like this tier. This is a, we found the bottom tier and this is it. Agreed. And I think you've got them in the right order. Number eight, I went Wyoming. Um, I went back and forth between Wyoming and UNLV. UNLV has won three in a row. So I, I think they deserve the nod. Wyoming, they've struggled these last two after mm-hmm. kind of having a, a nice little stretch there. They're going to be really hard to beat at home. Um, they did go down to the Springs and convincingly beat Air Force, but I, I do think even in spite of beating CSU, and if you're a Pokes fan, you know, make all the jokes, I get it. I think they're pretty clearly, you know, a level between these other these other seven teams, just talent-wise. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I, I'm a little lower on Wyoming than you are. I, I think it's just they There's they at least have the wins. They beat Nevada there. at home. They beat CSU at home, which is more than anybody below them can say. No, you're right. And that that backcourt can get frisky. That backcourt can get frisky. It just... Ah. I'm with you. I just I, I wouldn't overlook them in the tournament. To That's replicate. all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, UNLV at seven on a three-game win streak. Oof. It all depends on which team shows up, man. Their top-end talent is probably Danger. top three in the league, but their inconsistency is maddening. Six, this was really hard because Nevada is coming off a great win and they've actually been pretty good these last couple of games. Dude, I know. But they were so inconsistent for, I think they'd lost four out of five before that with the one win being over CSU. I think six is pretty firmly where they are. When they're on and Blackshear and Lucas are, are able to hit a bunch of tough shots, they're really hard to beat. 
The big key for them is all of a sudden Davidson in the post has come to life and he's had a double double these last couple of games. He Utah State couldn't do anything with him. He changes the, the whole ceiling of their team. And I'm going to be kind of interested to see how that plays out moving forward. Well, and what's funny is if the Rams weren't coming off the week, they were just coming off of. I don't. Could you make an argument? Power rankings, right? We always talk about it's more of a stock watch. Maybe Nevada over Boise right now. Yeah, as of this I, week, I have no, Boise. I think you could make an argument for them for as high as three. I don't think you can argue them in the top two right now. I think you could say they're six just yep, because of their yep, offensive inconsistency. Yep, I think yep. I like the guard play of all six or of all of the other top. Uh, five teams in the in the top right. six better. Right. I also think Degenhart is so good that he alone is probably good enough to kind of keep them in the mix. Um, yeah, I, I think I think that's a fair point. I I went Nevada six. I'm gonna flip these on the on the spot here, Tiff. Just so you know, only one at five instead of Utah State. We're putting Boise State at five. There you go. I think I was a little too harsh on Boise St- or on Utah State when I was filling this out. I had them at one. They've lost back-to-back games now by double yeah, digits. Yep. Neither of them are bad losses, but I mean, losing to Nevada at home by double digits, I do think that should have some some serious repercussion. Um, Utah State did beat Boise State in Boise, so I think it's fair to have Utah State above them. I like how it's shaped out. What do you think? I'm with this. I'm with this. Utah State... As you've told me before, probably the highest upside, probably the most complete. Uh, I think you've said the most complete. Maybe the highest upside is me. I don't know. The, words I, I think they've been the most consistent on both sides of the floor. I um, think they're I, they're the one team that's like firmly in the top four. So I agree with that. Boise, I think, is right at five. Nevada's like they're not just a on the landmine, dude. Nevada's a land like they're frisky. They could be anywhere. Well, dude. and you got a great coach. You've got experienced you, I players. Say, I, I mean, that I stuff matters. Them. So I trust them. We'll see. Um, they play. They tend to play pretty good in the Mountain West tournament too. Yeah. A top three. Good luck sorting this out. We're gonna try. I have San Diego State at three mm. because I still just think offensively they're a little bit limited. I don't think they have the same shot-making capabilities as Utah State, as CSU, as New Mexico. That said, you know, Reese Waters has come on strong. The USC transfer, Jaden Ladee is a freak, man. If, yeah. if they can get... He's playing great. Well, and they, they've great switched up matchup. their lineup now. Now they've got Micah Parrish and Lamont Butler coming off the bench, which I kind of yeah. like having those vets yeah. that come in and, and spark you offensively. Do they have play more big minutes now? Yeah, he's kind of being the, the true five this year. I, I like him in that role. I do too. And it, and and it gives them a weird five out, but they're so athletic. They still have a ton of like size, you know, well, he's a guy that can hit mid range jumpers yeah. for you. I mean, oh, he he's can just create one on one really skilled. Um, Offensively though, they, they smell to me a little bit. Something's off. You and know? their numbers defensively are good, but when they've played against the other top yep. teams, yep. I haven't felt like they've yep. suffocated you. And like yep. I felt like Boise in some of their big wins has been much more suffocating totally, defensively. They, they're probably the best individual defense in the conference. Yeah. But I don't... The, the like defensive system isn't as locked down as some other ones. And like it lends itself well to some matchups. Like I think Utah State... I think Nevada, because you can lock some of those guys down. Teams like CSU, though, where it's more a full offensive system, I think they struggle with that more, you know? I would, I'm with you. You also, you know, you, you need a lockdown for a guy like Isaiah. It's, it's a tough assignment. Yeah, and I mean, the same is. deal like against the New Mexico. <laughs> Jalen House is a tough assignment. I mean, Correct. You know, Correct. Mashburn and JT Toppin, right. they're freshman forward. These are, these are all good teams. So, like, I can't disagree with them being top three. But of the top six teams, speaking now predominantly from a Rams perspective, dare I say they're the team that scares me the least? Interesting. Which, like, hey, I think top that's six, fair. You gotta pick one, no, right? It's fair. Like, so, I, mean, I think you're it's picking fair. like from six killers. So the funny thing is, and I think you're right, and I'm not arguing with you. Yeah. It feels do, very though, I mean, it football-esque, where all all season long. 
this isn't the same Boise. This isn't the same Boise. This isn't the same Boise. And guess who still ends up winning the league when it's all yep. said and done? And that's what SDU, SDSU And the league still runs year. through the Aztecs until proven otherwise. So I'm with you, man. And I mean, I'm talking like this now. We'll see in uh, Yeah, we go to Viejas in, in a, a week. week. <laughs> yeah, we shall see in a week. Yes, exactly. It's going to be a tough pay, but I mean, that's another one. If you can pull that scalp, Bro. all of a sudden. Well, that's the you break serve on any of the top six. You get any of those teams at their home. Like we that are could be so, the difference. We are so bad, especially if you take care of business at home. So, yeah, that that might just put you at the top of the conference. Okay, top two. I got CSU at two. I wanted to jump them all the way to one. I still think New Mexico offensively is so lethal, and they just keep having success on the road, man. They have some big wins, and it's, it's translated away from the pit, which has been big. Yeah. Now the pit hasn't been the fortress necessary right you know boise went down there you know uh they're able to beat them we've seen Uh a couple other teams hang tight that's encouraging yeah um but i I just think new mexico their their talent is top to bottom i think it's probably the deepest team in the league they're 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 the deepest and not just they're deepest offensively and defensively i feel like right they're really good And and they're maybe the most complete because of that depth on both sides of the court now, I will say, I also think that out of these teams, they are the most emotionally volatile. Yes. And they are the team that I think <laughs> yes. is the most likely to like, you could be like, yes, New Mexico got hot. JT Top and Jalen House were great. They went on a final four run. And I'm like, yes, that, I can see that path. Yeah. I can also see the path where it's like Jalen House got two technical fouls in the first half. New Mexico lost by 18 to a team they were seated significantly higher to and, and got bounced in the first round. We'll see. Um, I just think that the athleticism they have, the speed that they bring to the table, they're, they're just a really overwhelming team, especially at the pit, which in my opinion is, you know, the best home court advantage in the conference. So I've got them just, uh, just barely above CSU. But again, you know, if the Rams go down, they can pull another quality road win. You already have the head to head over New Mexico with the way that CSU is executing defensively right now. You know, I do think you can make an argument for them to be one, um, but I just want to see a little bit more here over these next couple of matchups before we put them right back at the top. Next four games tell us so much on the Rams side of things. So 100%. Much. I mean, this is, it doesn't define your season because you could finish fifth or sixth in the league and still go on and like make an elite eight or something, or, you know, win the Mountain West tournament, do something crazy. But, you know, as we said, coming into the year, we're, we're kind of greedy right now. You know, we want the regular season title. We want, to do well in Vegas. We want to make a run. We want it all because this team is good enough to do it. And now it's all like right back in play. You control so your own why destiny. Not? Yeah. You know, it's all there for the taking. Yeah. It's going to be really hard. Nothing is going to come easy from here on out. You do not have an easy game left on the schedule. Not one. Not even that trip to the Springs. Can you it's lock true. in? It's true. Can you lock in and play your best ball this season? These last three games all encouraging everything kind of seems to indicate you know this team is battle tested they've been through it Mm -hmm. we've seen them play their highest level they have now figured out you know what is kind of their identity on both sides of the ball i think they figured out how to win in in different types of games even but can you maintain it against a gauntlet of a schedule and that's all tbd damn straight man that's exactly right what an exhilarating conference to follow week in week out so much fun make sure you guys are locked in uh, plenty of written content all weekend again come to the dmvr bar friday night watch party uh, yeah. opportunity to get free yes, drinks yes, free merch yes. uh, the alumni association they are giving away free stuff as well always cool to pair with them shout out to tiff our producer behind the scenes making all our dreams come true and shout out to all of you and ram nation none of this would be possible without you always proud to be go nuggets tonight peace Y'all silly like the mayor. 